Hi friends, how are you? I hope you are well. Uh, welcome back to another episode of No Bullshit Fitness. I'm going to bring the mic a little bit closer because there we go. Can you hear me? Tap, tap. How are we doing? So, um, yeah, what I wanted to talk about in today's episode was things I have learned along the way in my journey of health and fitness. I was going to just do the gym, but honestly, there's some fucking gems in the food industry as well that I've kind of tried and failed at. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of cover a couple of those different things with you today. The first thing that I have written down is um, <laughs> you will do gimpy exercises. This is more just like a little note for myself because I realised that Sometimes when I podcast, I can give across a very succinct message, but more often than not, my little ADHD brain goes off on a tangent and then I can't remember where I originally started. So I have to almost then backtrack and it's just not great listening for you. It it may be entertaining, I don't really know. But yeah, I thought a list would be good for today. So I've got four things. Who knows what little literary adventure will go on with each of them um but yeah the first that I I have written down is you will do gimpy exercises so what I mean by that is you will follow pages on Instagram um and now TikTok even more so um and you'll see a girl with a pair of leggings on or shorts she'll have that weird little pucker bit in the crack of the leggings and they'll be pulled so high up her arse um, that it's giving her a wedgie and she'll be doing a movement, she'll maybe be doing a circuit but you're going to look at that and think, ah, oh, if she's doing that and her butt looks like that then I'm going to do it too because then my butt look will look like that as well. Wrong, incorrect. The chances are she rarely does those movements, she's only just recorded them for her social media post um and also like the scandalous thing on tiktok now is like you're seeing videos of people that like regularly film and promote like different fitness supplements and stuff like that like they've all got like padded things inside their shorts and their leggings to make their butts look rounder and less like they have cellulite and stuff like that so yeah um you will along the way probably have found yourself or maybe you already have gone through this phase you will do some ridiculous exercises I'm talking about like um a ring row into a squat into a press up you know like just oh like just taking so many exercises that do not need to be thrown together and trying to make it into one big movement now I understand that a thruster, for example, is an exercise that I probably have a lot of you doing. It's a front squat into an overhead press. That, I suppose, you could think, well, why is that not a gimpy exercise? And that's a great question that I actually don't really have the answer to. But because people in the functional fitness world do it, we're doing it too because it's a great movement. It's more so when it's things like, I'm trying to think of what I've seen people do before. Um, or what have I done before? Oh, I'll tell you what I've done before. So you do like kettlebell swing into an RDL. Um, 
which is great. It's lower body, it's hamstrings and glutes and all of that. But it's just like, if you were to just pick up a barbell and do some really heavy RDLs, you would get far more benefit from it. And I think that's the point I'm trying to make with this. Like, stop faffing about with these stupid exercises that one, are not maximizing your gym time and two, make you look like a fucking idiot and just like pick up a heavy object and move really well with it. The basic exercises, squats, hip hinges, like your deadlifts and stuff like that, um, thrusting or bridging movements, so your, your glute bridges, your hip thrusts, lunges, overhead presses, uh, horizontal presses, so benching, stuff like that, pulling movements, so chin-ups, bent over rows, seated rows, lat pull-downs, those movements are like the goats for a reason because they're basic. You can do them really well. You can load yourself up to an appropriate level that's right for you and you can maximise your muscle gain out of it. Like, you don't need to be faffing around with like, fucking bodybuilders, right? Don't get me started on them. If you go to a commercial gym at the minute, you'll probably have seen fucking idiots hanging about with a lap pull-down bar and then they'll have two separate handles hanging over the lap pull-down. This is like a massive gripe for me at the minute. I understand from an ergonomic perspective why this is beneficial to the wrists. Where I have an issue is that 99% of the people that are doing this movement can't even do a really well-executed lap pull-down, let alone be complicating the movement even more by adding in D-rings. Um, if you've got no idea what I've just mentioned, then just, you know, glaze over, just be like, it's fine, Sarah. You have your little rant and move on. Um, but yeah, I think what I'm trying to say is keep it simple. You know, do the basics really, really well. Once you get good at them, add more weight, you will see progression for years and years. You do not need to try and reinvent the wheel or look for the magic exercise that's going to do something for you like genuinely just do the basics really really well and lift them heavily like that's all you need to focus on okay second point i've got down is kind of along a similar vein but from a nutrition perspective you will eat or create some god awful meals in your time i'm thinking back to when i first started so i got back from uni i was very overweight um and i got a meal plan, big red flag, <laughs> big red flag. Um, I got a meal plan from um, some still actually very relevant in the industry PTs at the minute, um, which is even more worrying. Um, I totally forgot they existed until they cropped up on like a sponsored ad on Facebook the other day. Um, but anyway, I had this meal plan from them and one of the meals I had to eat twice a day was plain rice with tuna and broccoli like I'm sorry one Sarah does not like dry tuna like I'm sorry but unless it is absolutely swimming in mayonnaise I cannot eat tuna anymore and I don't know if it's because of that or what but like Greg always laughs at me because he probably has about half the amount of meal that I will have if we're both having tuna with something I absolutely detest dry tuna now um yeah, that was one of the meals I used to eat. Um, other things I used to have, like, oh, Christ. 
I mean, I could go on all day. All you need to do is basically grab me for five minutes. I'll go onto my Facebook posts and look at some of the pictures of the meals I used to post because I thought I was fucking influencing back in the day with my Tupperware when I was lecturing um, in the college. And it just, some of the meals, honestly, so gross. Um, So yeah, you will along the way probably create some meals that you'll look back on afterwards and be like that was a bit silly I should have just stuck to whole foods having a balanced diet you know getting some fruit and veggies in every so often that kind of stuff again don't try and complicate things another thing that you'll see quite a lot is people will try to create um more macro friendly versions of meals which I do not have an issue with so for example if you were wanting to make um naturals for your dinner and you're like, right, I can still have nachos, the benefit of the way that we do things around here. I can still have it, but I just need to, you know, potentially weigh out the, the. I was going to say chips, I mean, I've been watching too many American TikToks. The crisps, I need to weigh out my crisps, I need to weigh out my cheese, I need to maybe be more considerate and go for like a reduced fat cheese version if I'm a little bit tighter on that um, from a calorie perspective. But you can still have that meal. I what I don't like is when like baking is one of the things that probably unfortunately people make things and um it's just not as good, is it? Like I I feel like you go to all that effort, you make this like pretend cake or pretend donut um with like Greek yogurt and stuff and artificial sweeteners which look like you can get used to the taste of them but again not not a way to live um it's just not as satisfying when you eat it and then all you want is the actual real thing so do you know what just like take the hit eat the real thing um plug it into my fitness pal see where you are and make adjustments on the next day if you need to like i honestly wouldn't bother like making some had a version of a carrot cake for example eating it and then thinking that was not worth it the time the effort or the calories um because again then all you want is the real thing and then chances are you'll go and get that real thing and overeat it because you've not allowed yourself to have it in the first place like yeah um i'm doing quite well i feel like i'm being very succinct with this um so we're going to move on to my third point um which is it takes time. Have a little fucking patience, please. Okay. Um, I think I started training in the gym. I'm not going to use the word properly because I don't actually know when I started training properly um, in the gym. I started going to the gym uh, regularly when I was at university. I wouldn't ever say it was properly though because again, it takes time. Like I had a a steep, steep learning curve. Like I thought I was the fucking dog's bollocks just because I could bench with a 20k bar. Um, Oh, I wish I could like see my little self now in the uni gym, like doing that, thinking I was hard as fuck. Um, You know, like I was the only girl in the free weight section benching. Um, But it does take time, you know. The stuff you're trying to do, the things you're trying to achieve, you know, you probably have someone that you look at and think, wow, like I wish I could do that too. Give yourself time because they could be years ahead of you in their journey. Um, 
so to feel disheartened by not being able to do the things that they're doing like it's purely because they've just put more time into that thing than you have currently that's not to say that you'll not get there but you just need to commit the same kind of time you might get there quicker than them but you know you still need to commit an element of time to the process and then like on a more personal basis when it comes to like aesthetic goals that you potentially have again please just have patience with it these things don't happen overnight so in the ways that you on one hand you're getting frustrated because you're like why am I not like losing body fat why is my body not changing but then you freak out and think that you're going to gain fat because you had one meal at the weekend that you feel like you shouldn't have had you know you need to kind of not be so um what's the word not two-faced that's the wrong thing but just you know double standardy you know like it takes time for both of these processes to happen it will take time for you to see the changes you want to see in your body but also you know take comfort in the fact that the changes that you maybe don't want to see will also take time so if there is a period of your life that is very busy very hectic there's lots of barriers in the way to you doing the things that you know you should be doing like please don't kind of think that everything will come undone because of that because everything takes time it's your average efforts and your average kind of work ethic over time that dictates where you currently are all right um and then the last thing i want to talk about is fitness being kind of like not a circle i've put it's a circle not a destination i don't feel like that's completely correct but you know you don't wake up one morning and you're like oh I've cracked the whole health and fitness thing. Like, you know, I will never have any issues again. (laughs) The end, you know. And she went on to live her life happily. Like, it just doesn't work like that. You know, I spoke the other day on my socials about how I was having, like, a bad body image day. Like, and then I was speaking to a client about it um, at check-ins because she was also experiencing something very similar. And I was saying, like, you never, you don't get to the point where you don't have bad body image days but you get to a place where you recognize you're having a bad body image day and the voices in your head that are telling you all the negative things you're able to drown them out a little bit more with kind of more rational thoughts that to me is progress and that to me is change rather than you know what I was saying about you never get to a place where you will never have a bad body image day again it just it unfortunately will not happen um but what you will get is you'll get better at understanding how to speak to yourself and how to cope with these situations in the same way that you know when life gets hectic and you can't get to the gym or you can't exercise as much as you want to you will have an understanding of right, I know how to kind of approach this situation because I've dealt with something similar before. You just get better at understanding how to speak to yourself and how to treat yourself and how to react to situations. Um, In a very similar way to like, um, if any of you have done like child psychology or studied any of those kind of things, like babies or blank slates, um, we talk about schemas with children so it's like the building blocks of learning experiences for them you as an adult are still developing schemas you're developing these building blocks that allow you to 
build up experiences around different things. So the first time you experience a bad body image day will probably be pretty awful because you're like, I don't know how to deal with this. And you'll probably spiral into some kind of negative behavior pattern. The next time you experience a bad body image day, hopefully, you know, if we've had a chat about it, I can give you some kind of ways to approach that day and how to kind of um, make it not as difficult for you. And then the more times you go through this process, you'll get better and better at understanding like this is how I need to speak to myself or these are the kinds of things I need to do on that day. So, for example, maybe not body checking, not looking at yourself in the mirror constantly. It's like we know it's going to make us feel like shit because we're having a bad body image day, but we're still like, well, I'll just have a little peek in case anything's changed, you know. <laughs> no, just like avoid mirrors for that day. Um, wear clothing that you feel comfortable in. We are so bad at like, or I don't know, I am, hanging on to clothes in our wardrobe that we know we're never going to wear because we feel like shit when we're in them. They don't really fit us properly. We bought them because they were maybe fashionable or trendy and, but it's not really us. Um, or, you know, again, referring to myself, I'm trying to be this like, fashionable whatever going with the flow what everyone else is wearing when like I don't have a typical female body my butt I would like to think is slightly larger um my legs definitely I think my kind of my butt leg to waist ratio is completely off from the female average as well as my lats like so underneath my armpits you can forget looking cute in any little spaghetti strap tops um, honestly, we just got the pictures back from my sister's wedding and I swear to God, I showed Greg one of the photos. Absolutely stunning photo. Me, my sisters, Greg, Karen and Lucas, so like all of our partners, just the six of us, beautiful photo. And I'm there standing like fucking She-Hulk with my biceps and my shoulders flexed because I just can't help myself. But I said to him, I was like, if you cover up my face, it's genuinely like one of those little like muscly dolls you get um and I was like it almost doesn't look like my head my pea head belongs on my body um so I don't know what the girl did with the fucking lighting because I love how I look in that photo but it's just not a typical female physique um so we need to stop trying to force ourselves to wear clothes that we think we should wear and just instead wear what we feel comfortable on anyway I'm going off on my little tangent that I said I wouldn't go off on when you're having these bad body image days, you will build up a kind of coping strategy that is going to be your schema, which will get better and better the more you experience it. Um, so you'll be able to kind of cope with the situations more. And that is why, you know, fitness, food relationships, body image, it's its not a final destination. You don't get to a point where it's like, right, okay, that's me, sorted, cured forever, whatever that, you know, however you want to term it you just get better or you have a better understanding of how to cope with these situations when they present themselves. Um, so that was the four things I want to cover today. There's probably lots more, um, but I hope this has been useful and entertaining for you along the way and I will catch you in the next one.